Previously on the Tony Kornheiser Show. I asked the lady who was checking me in and checking me out. I said, I got a 10% off here because I just went to Nautica and bought a bathing suit. There you go. And they gave me a 10% off. And she said, I think we can do better than that. And I got a 15% off from the, from the mall itself. So this coat cost me about 100 bucks, A little over 100 Now, what's the price of the upkeep on the second home? Did you... <laughs> Did you laugh at me when I told you about this? What you- I, I live for these stories. This is General George Washington, and you're listening to the Tony Kornheiser Show. I'm wearing the sweater. Oh, what that's the sweater? This is the sweater. Ooh, I got like for that. about 50 bucks. That's the wool sweater, so it's right? the wool, all wool, because it's cold out this morning. It was <laughs> 30 degrees. Yes. Michael, you like this sweater? I love the sweater. You've got to use it or you're going to lose it. That's the entire point. I'm going to wear it every day for the next two years. <laughs> now, what, why wouldn't I do that? Right. By the way, just on this subject, we'll get to Chuck Todd in a second. Um, I wore the new jacket last night. I wore the 42 long that I got for about $110, $120 at Brooks Brothers. And I got a note from DG. Is that the new jacket? And I said, yeah, do you like it? And he goes, sweet. So just, you know. He's breaking just, it in. I think it's really nice. It's, uh, Chuck Todd joins us. We're going to pick brackets. That's what we do for three days before the tournament. Even when the, you know, the play-in games go on. We don't care about the play-in games. Unless, unless you pick a team that wins a play-in game to then keep going. Like Syracuse used to do. Right. It happened all the time. Chuck, are you with us? I'm with you, sir. Can I ask you one question beforehand? Please. Uh, this money and this thing in California, these banks, where we just declare it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. Do you think it's possibly a problem? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it, it seems to be a problem. And it's, and it's sort of a combination of, uh, of a few things. One is, is um, the fact that social media caused this bank run. You know, one of the, my favorite stats, not to just bore you on this, but so we had a, the last bank to fail before this was in 2008. And their bank run was a really bad bank run. $16 billion was withdrawn over 10 days. That was bad. In this case, $42 billion was withdrawn in 48 hours. Wow. And it was all because this is such an online world. The, their clientele was so online right. and they knew all this. So you have that issue where it's sort of like shoot first and, you know, ask questions later, right? That mindset, throw in, you know, throw in the fact that we're just afraid of consequences. You know, we're all told there's risk, but if you're a big enough institution, there's no risk and we're back to too big to fail. Yeah. And there was just um, fear that you'd have had people not making payroll, then that would have, you know, then and you have all this venture. I mean, part of it has to do with this free money that was out there over the last three years with zero percent interest rates, and it was just a lot of a, a, a lot of uh, bad investments and assumptions that somehow oh the money will always be there, and you know what? It turns out they're right because the government is afraid of worse things happening. So no, we'll just, these banks out. we'll just print new money, right? I mean, we have the capability of printing new money. That's what they're doing here. We're cool. Supposedly, taxpayers aren't doing it. Of course, that's what we're doing. It's a, yeah. The Fed's paying for it means they're printing money. Just remember, though, kids, fortune favors the brave. Get back well, into crypto, crypto kids. To do with this too. <laughs> crypto has something to do with this, too. This, this air. Yeah. This, uh, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. Tulips. Get involved now, kids. <laughs> it all works. You're all so stupid. I got Mike Trout baseball cards. Would you, uh, if I just give you one, will you give me services? It's just amazing. It's amazing With how it tulips. works. Yeah. Tulips. All right, let's go. We're going to start in the Midwest in the Houston bracket. In the first round, any upsets at all? Auburn. You like Auburn. Auburn, I believe, and you would know this because you know how to gamble. Auburn, I yeah. believe, is 10-0 and 0 in first-round games in the last 10 yeah, times they're, they're in. That's Bruce Pearl. He plays so fast in a first-round game. He yeah. just seems like a, a, tough, a tough out. Um, can I take the play in? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm my personally, I'm assuming pit. Okay. I will give I'll it to take, you either way. Yes, I will. I would like that. I would like to take the play in. Okay. And, um, let me see if I have, and that was it in the Midwest. Those two. Okay. So, uh, oh, uh, so you have Texas A&M over Penn state. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. I yes. wouldn't have, I don't think I would have gone that way. Uh, in the Kansas bracket, the West, any, any at all. Uh, the West, I have uh, Iona. You do over UConn. I do, I do. I'm 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 betting the story. Okay, I'm betting the narrative. Okay. 
uh, and that's it. That's the only upset there. I know eight nines are. We're going to have Bob Ryan on, and he thinks eight nines are <laughs> the eight upset. nine. I, I would have picked Illinois. I think I would have picked Illinois. Well, you ran against the uh, set shot when you have him on. I know you guys ran against the three point shot, but maybe you know the set shot. Set shot was so great. <laughs> Anyone who could make a set shot was aces with me. So you like Gonzaga? I'm just writing these things in, and you're going to take Northwestern. Much to my I'm chagrin. Take Northwestern. I, I really to to curry favor with you. I was trying to take Boise. Boise State. I, I'm, I'm betting against these WAC teams. Okay. Is it the WAC or the Mountain West? One of them that gets a lot of bids and then they all lose in the first round? Yes, that's that's usually the the St. Mary's. That's usually Gonzaga's part. And then Gonzaga goes a little way and then Gonzaga loses. All right. Let's go to the Alabama region. Um, Any upsets at all? I have a few here. Go ahead. This is a bracket of upsets. I got uh, West Virginia over Maryland. Mm -hmm. I got Charleston over San Diego State. Told you there was a little theme. UCSB over Baylor. That's wow. my wow. big double digit. That's the only big sort of gamble gamble I'm doing. Yep, that's it there. I like that. See, I like you doing that. Okay. By uh, the way, UCSB. Yeah. Most beautiful campus you can ever visit. I, well. It, it's unbelievable, Tony. I took my daughter there to see it. We ended up not picking there. In some ways, thankfully, because it's too far away. I don't want that plane right. I th- but it's, it looks like a resort. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been on a campus. Somebody- I'm not sure about this. I think Shannon Kelleher may have gone to UCSB. I know in my lifetime, I have sat across the road from Pepperdine and thought, how could anybody walk into a classroom <laughs> here? It's so pretty. Why would you go to school? Just sit here. Just sit here for four years and become a Zen person and claim <laughs> you have a degree, right? I'm that's like UCSB. That. It's the same. Whatever you're describing there is what I would say that it would apply to there. Okay. It's un, it's amazing. And when I when it, when you say it's when I say it's on the water, I mean it's just not on an island. That's the only reason it's not more on the water. I mean it is just right there. Yeah. All right, the right Purdue the region. Who you got in the first round? Uh, FAU. Okay. Uh, uh, over uh, Memphis there. I got Louisiana over Tennessee. Tennessee, they make an annual first-round exit, don't they? Isn't that their job? They go early. The first round. They often yeah. go early. No, Those are the only two there. So you will take Kentucky over Providence, obviously Kansas State, mm-hmm. and you'll take Michigan State over USC. Take Michigan State, yeah. All right, so now we're going to take it all out to the, to the round of four, and we'll start in the Midwest with Houston-Auburn. Who you got? Houston. And Miami, Indiana. I have to take Miami. Of course, you have to take Miami. Contractually obligated. You know, <laughs> Pitt and my, Xavier. Getting all my tuition dollars. Yeah, Pitt and Xavier. Um, um, uh, this is real. I'm taking the uh, plan. All right, whoever it is, Pitt or Mississippi yeah. State. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, Texas A&M and Texas. You were saying you were surprised I took A&M. It's this matchup. Isn't mm-hmm. it obvious this is what they wanted? Yes. In the because A and M got screwed. They shouldn't be a seven. They should be a four or five. I agree with that. They were the second place team in the SEC, and you know whatever you think of them, how are they? How do they get a lower seed than Tennessee? Um, but I like. I'm betting the story this year. I like Texas. So Texas is, by the way, if they get this game, the A and M game, that's an in-state game. If they go all the way out to the round of eight, they're playing Houston. You know, that's, that's another in-state game. I mean, that's sort of amazing pressure on all the teams. Southwest Conference. Yeah, the old right. Southwest Conference at play. Here. Yeah. All right, Houston-Miami. Uh, Miami. Miami, staying with healthy, the tuition really, theme. Okay. It is. If Miami's healthy, in all honesty, you know, you know the way the ACC works? If Duke or North Carolina is not having a good year, then it, it automatically means whenever Miami wins the ACC regular or, or the tournament, right? It's always oh the ACC's got it down here. If Duke or North Carolina win it, oh yeah, they must be a one or two seed. I'm not bitter or anything. But I under no, I understand how you feel. By the way, I would be bitter if I were Duke. Duke should not be a five. No, no not, why Duke and Miami are the same? Yeah, it, it, it bugs me. That's so ridiculous. Sorry. All right, uh, uh, and then give me Texas. All right, and then to go to the final I'm, four, I, I'm you know you always take a team that shouldn't go. Uh, too far. You always take them one too far, so that's as far as Miami's going. I'll take Texas into the Final Four. That's the end of Jim Laraniaga, who used to be Laraniaga <laughs> yeah. when he was in the Bronx, yeah. but now he's Laraniaga. Well, Works well, for him. you go to Cuba, you can add the end yet. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kansas-Arkansas in a game nobody wants to really watch. Kansas-Arkansas. Yeah, I really want Arkansas here, but 
No, uh, you're not going to take it. Got to go Kansas. Got to okay. go Kansas. And, and it, I can't tell you how what a big upset Iona over UConn would be since UConn seems to be everybody's darling, which I don't really understand. I don't but personally. Isn't the, I don't get it either. In the Rick Pitino story, first of all, you know Iona beats everybody by 15, 20 points. It's not even close in their games. I know this is a gambler, sadly. But they blow everybody out. They're going to hang around this game okay. against UConn. Uh, and, and so Maybe. Iona St. Mary's. No, I had VCU here. I'm sorry. Did I not? Oh, okay. You did not. Okay. I, so I'm I own a VCU. That. I own a VCU, VCU. VCU, the Rams. Okay. That T- was on me. I apologize. That's okay. I, I forgot VCU was a – honestly, I don't think they're – I didn't think they were – anyway, VCU St. Mary's feels like it should be flipped, but that's okay. Gonzaga, TCU. Uh, the uh, TCU. Wow. Getting rid of Gonzaga early. Early. And, and early. Northwestern UCLA. UCLA. Okay. Kansas VCU. Uh, uh, Kansas. You say that with some reluctance. Wow. Because I really, I really like VCU. Right. Um, I've watched a lot of A10 basketball because it's GW. Right. Um, and they, they get, you know, so I just sort of want them. I want them to do well, but that's, that's enough. TCU UCLA. UCLA. Mick Cronin, shut up. Kansas mm-hmm. UCLA. Kansas. It's so remarkable. Last night on the PTI show, I said this thing about Mick Cronin. I said, I was so happy Arizona beat UCLA. I love UCLA. Love UCLA. I grew up watching the greatest basketball dynasty of all time, college basketball, UCLA. And and, uh, I said, I'm glad Arizona beat him because Mick Cronin should shut up when he says it's comical that Arizona is rated ahead of him. And Wilbon defends him. Wilbon defends Mick Cronin. It's an indefensible position, Right. Okay, how much Pac-12 basketball have you been watching? Zero. Okay. <laughs> you, I love your conviction. I'm yeah. Because like, no, yeah. I haven't watched enough to, like, right, I don't no. know. I, I know enough to know that I think UCLA's really good this year. They're a good team. Uh, I, on the West Coast. I just yeah. thought Cronin should shut up. He's been at, this is the school of John Wooden. You got there an hour ago, pal. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Alabama, West Virginia. Alabama. Charleston, Virginia. UVA. Creighton, a team that should have been better this year, against yeah. Santa Barbara. Isn't this Creighton? Creighton, sure as Phil's mom would say later in the show. Of course. Creighton, please. Okay. And Missouri, Arizona. 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 Have you watched a lot of Pac-12 basketball this year? You're going with Arizona? <laughs> no, I have Here it comes. Okay. <laughs> sit back, guy. All right. Alabama. And boy, oh boy, at some point, the scrutiny is going to be hot on Alabama. Alabama, Virginia. Uh, Alabama. And Creighton, Arizona. Creighton. Creighton, Big East, going far. I have a, I have a big, big, I, I hate admitting this, but uh, I have a big, big East bias this year. It feels like they were really good. Okay. Just not, not the those, Eastern schools. Yeah. The Midwestern schools not better the than Eastern schools. schools. Not the, yeah, All right, the, Alabama, the, Creighton. Alabama. Again, with reluctance, we'll go uh, no, down the line. I don't want to root for. Right. You, you know, it's the right. Isn't this the team you don't want? I'm, I'm yes. A, you got to. You know, at the end of the day, you want to win a pool. Something but. is wrong with sports in America when you look at Alabama with all of the controversy mm-hmm. over three players on the team at one point having a connection to a fatal shooting and one now not on the team being charged with murder and then you say to yourself and what is Alabama doing being number one in basketball anyway this is I mean Nick Saban okay it's just weird it's an upside down circumstance and and there was a really good story I think Kent Babb wrote it in the Washington Post a couple of days ago about Nate Oates and the Alabama situation and he talked to the relatives of the woman who was killed. And it's a really good story for people that can yeah. get that online. Really good. Okay, Purdue FAU. Purdue. And Duke, Louisiana. Duke. Oh, you say that like, ooh, Duke. Well, I mean, you don't ever want to root for Duke, but this is, this is how they get farther than they should. But you could just see it coming. They got an easy. They always get a winnable path for them. Oral Roberts is a 30-win team. 
I understand that. That's their toughest out, but they got an easy four in Tennessee, who I don't even think will be there. Okay. And they got the easy one in Purdue. Okay. Giving you a hint on something. No, I anyway. understand that, but I agree with you on that. I've seen Purdue play three or four times. They always lose when I watch. Kentucky, yeah. Kansas State. If Kentucky's got anything, this is where to show it. That's a national game. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, bullish on Kentucky. So okay. give them to me. And Michigan State, Marquette. Battle of the Marquette. M's. Marquette. Okay, because you, as we said, or as you said, you've got a bias towards... I got a little bias for the Big East. All right, Purdue, Duke. You're going to go with Duke. Duke, I am. And Kentucky, Marquette. Marquette. I'm riding Marquette. Yeah. Okay. And Duke, Marquette. Marquette. So this is interesting because, of course, one of Duke's favorite sons coached Marquette for a while and then got the boot and is no longer there. Wojciechowski, right? Is that his name? Oh, that's right. Uh, Wojo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Alabama, Marquette. Uh, Alabama. And Texas, Kansas. Texas. They beat them twice. They beat them twice. You said nothing here. Do I well, see? Because you have the they, right. You have the school. Yeah. That prioritizes winning over everything. And you have the other school. Fired they a guy. Decided to dismiss their head coach. They fired the guy. And I by mean, if you want a contrast, right? If you want a contrast and really make everybody uncomfortable, Texas Alabama would give you that contrast, huh? And and that on coach, the morality of college sports. That coach just got hired yesterday by Ole Miss, which is a what bandit is guy, school. Yeah. Total. Is they're going to be well. Here's what I'm curious about. Remember when who got hired at Tennessee in student protests? Um, uh, Tennessee football coach. Um, yes, he was. He was with the, with the Penn State program at one point, yeah, but, uh, right. and, and he's decided, he's he's at Rutgers. Oh Shiano. He's at Rutgers. Greg now. Shiano. Yes, Shiano. Greg Shiano. And and it was too much. And Tennessee's administration decided to go another way. How about Alabama? You, Ole Miss. <laughs> Ole Miss does not have a culture of protest. No. Right. No. But I I am very curious to see what women on. Ole Miss's campus in Oxford. I mean, Oxford isn't. Oxford is not a red city. So it's the home of William Faulkner. I will be curious to see what kind of reception Beard gets there. I I just, I can't. This is so abrupt. You know, it's like his timeout didn't last the season. No, I I said this yesterday on PTI. It's so quick. I know the case was dropped, but it's so quick for this hire. All right, big final game. Good against evil in your mind. Texas, yeah, Alabama. Exactly. Who you got? I believe when Texas is the good, I don't know what that means about good versus evil. Right. But give me a. They, they're the story. The Steve Fisher, the Steve Fisher All Stars. You can take Texas. I'll take Texas. The, the temporary coach makes good. That's a great and, story. And, and then he yeah. should walk. Right. He just walk right. on him. You walk away. Drop Go somewhere away. else because it'll never get better. No. Like with your first year, you win a national title. Poor Steve Fisher, right? You, yeah. When you win it, when you win it all, forget it. There's nothing else. Drop the mic and walk. That would be great. <laughs> I don't even know his name. I don't even know the guy's name. But he's done a great job. Either. He's done a great job. Not, that team should have been fractured. Isn't that Larry Brown? Is it's he not could? Larry Brown. No. The guy's done a great but job. But he's probably an assistant. Right. <laughs> you know, he's probably somewhere on the bench there. For all we know, he could be. Thank you, Chuck. Bye, guys. Chuck Todd, boys and girls, we will take a break. We will come back with Bob Ryan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. A bluebird flew into the honey wagon. This is sent to us by Ray Fiker. She sang this is called A Biltmore Lullaby. He plays and sings with the Bedrocks, who we've played before. Yes. <clears throat> and he writes, we're not singing lead and writing songs for the Bedrocks. <clears throat> and he adds parenthetically, which doesn't pay as much as you would think. I'm an actor by trade. This past January, I spent 12 wonderful days in Asheville, North Carolina, filming a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie, A Biltmore Christmas. We filmed the majority of the movie at the renowned Biltmore Estate. 
I wrote this song about the fantastic experience I had with the KS crew and the most underrated director in Hollywood, John Putsch, of Biltmore Lullabies, available on all major music platforms. It's lovely. Isn't it? Ray Fica has sent us stuff before. He has. Yeah, no, Rocks Raw big fan. They play in Bob Ryan, the quintessential American sports writer, Bob Ryan, who's made it famous by saying, no, a 9-8 is not an upset. <laughs> Even though I say in the first round, are there any upsets, including a 9-8? And Bob steadfastly maintains a 9-8 is not an upset. With that as background, here we go. We're going to start in the Houston bracket, the Midwest. Any upsets at all in the first round for you? Well, before we start, uh, we have to say that I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you, have you ever met anyone... Whoever watched True TV other than the month of March? No. Uh, True TV is, that's the Turner CBS thing. No, you don't even know where it is. No, you'd find it only in March. You're right. Never. Okay. Okay, okay the Midwest. Uh, we start with the Midwest. Uh, I, I, have, I don't have a, a, an upset here. I have uh, some uh, later, but uh, I don't have one here in, in the Midwest. I got chalk in the Midwest coming out of the first round. Okay. Uh, and so uh, there's, there's that. I think the... Uh, no, I'm, I'm just checking once again here. No, I really, uh, Midwest is one where I'm, I'm, I got, unless you just, we get past the first round, then there's some, the, no. the Midwest is great. Uh, let me tell you, yeah. they're setting, uh, you often wonder if the, if the uh, committee has a sense of humor, or, or at least some sense of, of drama. And they have set up a game that will be a monumental game in the state of Texas. They're setting up Texas A&M in Texas. Yes. And that, that's going to be a big game. And They're I'm, also I'm, setting up Texas and Houston if you take it out that yeah. way. Well, well I'm, take, I'm picking Texas A&M. Okay. Start, so. All right. So are. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Let's okay. go down to the West region. Any upsets at all? All right. West. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, Kansas. I got VCU the twelve five. That's a tough one because I, I like St. Mary's, but but you got to. There's going to be one twelve five. There always is. Right. And and I'm, this is the one I'm picking this year. And there were some definitely some interesting choices, including Oral Robertson too. But I'm going to VCU if you uh, at, at twelve. And of course that's not an upset because upsets begin at four thirteen. Any any intelligent person knows that. So. <laughs> So uh, there you go. Uh, just so, looking to see if I got any other. So wait, you're picking uh, Northwestern to go to the second round? Oh, I know. I, uh, Northwestern. Okay, that's uh, 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 no, I do not. Northwestern. Where I'm trying to find them in my bracket there. What the hell? Oh, there they are. Yeah, I got Boise State beating them. That's a that's a 10-7. That's not an upset. What There's is no to upset. me? See, upsets begin at four thirteen. That's okay. rule. That's the rule of thumb. All right. All right. Let's go all the way to the other side in the south, the Alabama region. What do you got? First well, round. I got Alabama coming out of it. I'll tell you that's that. That's fine. But but I got. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, any, anything interesting here? Mm, no, 10-7, I got Utah State, I don't know, I flipped the coin in my head, and uh, that's it. So I got 10-7 there, uh, which, and uh, that's the only one, uh, non-chalk that I have in the, in the uh, South at the present time. Okay, so you, did, you resisted the urge to take Charleston over San Diego State. I really, uh, I did resist it, and, and, uh, it, uh, uh, and I'm aware of Charleston, but I just... I don't know. You know, hey, you know, this thing's it just okay. a whim. It was a whim. All right. Then in the Purdue region, what do you got? Okay. Purdue, well, I got Purdue uh, as the number one that is going out first. Right. But not the first and, game. No, but the second game. And it doesn't matter whether it's Memphis or Duke. They're going down. Purdue, I, I, first of all, I like Zach Eady, and I voted. I have a vote, I can't believe it, for Wooden, and I voted for him, and I love him, and he's getting unfairly maligned from the pros and all that. But – the team in itself is unreliable. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just not reliable. Uh, they're going down. And, and so, um, anything else? No, I got 10 uh, 7, uh, USC, Michigan State. Uh, I got that, and I don't know why, but I did. And that's it. So, that's the other uh, uh, non chalk in the, in the uh, East. Okay. So, what we, will re- we will go back to this, and I guarantee you there'll be one or two teams I say, well, they're playing in this game. You go, oh, I didn't have them. But we will, <laughs> we'll get to that. Let's go all the way back. To the Midwest and start with Houston, Iowa. Who you got? I got. Oh, I got. I got Houston. Okay. Uh, I got Houston uh, going uh, into uh, uh, in the round of eight. But uh, then I, I uh, guess what? Uh, I got Miami beating them. Okay. So you, so you've got Miami beating Indiana and then Miami beating yes. Houston. Yes, I do. Okay. And in Iowa State, Xavier. Uh, we're, let's see. Iowa State, Xavier. Oh, there we go. I got. That's a really good one and i got xavier but that's kind of an east coast bias uh frankly i saw xavier i was at the big east tournament uh i saw what dave xavier can do although they bombed out against marquette but they they're capable so anyway i i, I went with xavier but a&m in texas the big game oh i'm going a&m 
A and M. I just am. I um, I must say I'm a I'm a big Buzz Williams fan, and I, I like that team. And I, I think uh, I think Texas A and M wins that game. He was at was he at Wake or Clemson? Which one was he at? Buzz no, Williams. he wasn't at either. He was, he was at uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia right? Tech. Okay, I remember him yeah. all the time for with the with uh, shaving I, his head all the time. All right, Zay- I discovered him at you know at Marquette, and uh, right. and, and uh, anyway, he's he's a character. He's 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 one of the remaining really good old fashioned characters left in college basketball. Xavier A and M. You're going to stay with him? I'm staying with A and M. I'm 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 A and I'm sending A and M to uh, Houston all the, the way to the Final Four. Yes. Okay, A and M goes for you. All right, in the Kansas bracket, Kansas, Arkansas. Uh, let's see. We're talking. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got Kansas. I got Kansas. Uh, and then, uh, well, this is good. I got them going, but they ain't, they're not going to uh, Houston. You know okay. who's going to Houston? Who? The team that has, has been the bridesmaid Gonzaga. longer than anybody, Gonzaga. and is playing with less pressure than they have played with in fifteen years. Gonzaga. And yeah. that's Gonzaga. They're they're they are going to the Final Four. Okay, so let us get us out there for people that are paying attention. VCU-UConn. Uh, well, first of all, I got UConn being upset by Iona. Well, you didn't say that. I forgot. I, I mean, you said we'd be going back happen. to something. Didn't you predict that? You predicted <laughs> that. And, and here we are. Okay. Uh, I, this is Patino's, you know, Patino's last audition for the St. John's job. That's right. And, That's right. and uh, um, I, I just... Nothing against UConn, and they got, but I, I just think Rick. I, I don't. You know, I'm going with that's my whim. I'm going with you. I'm going with Iona. And will and, they and, beat VCU in your mind? Uh, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to win two games before before the, the Cinderella strikes midnight. Yes. Okay, and then you got Gonzaga, and then Boise State, UCLA. Who you got? Well, I I got uh, UCLA, UCLA definitely, and then could that sets up. Uh, you know, yeah, UCLA Gonzaga, which is I already told you I got Gonzaga, and, and I got so and you they're have, going all, you so. have Kansas, you have Gonzaga beating Kansas. Yes, I do. Okay, I do. And once again, I have to have them beating everybody because I'm sending them to Houston. I understand. Okay, okay. I, I got to get us there. I got to navigate yeah. getting us there. Okay, okay. I mean, and I know in the South you have Alabama because you said so, but let's see how we get there. Alabama, well, we, Maryland, you have Alabama. I, I def, except that I got oh uh, well this isn't an upset because it's a nine eight I got I got Huggy Bear over Maryland so okay. so I got they're going to beat West Virginia not uh, Maryland that's fine but they'll be West Virginia San Diego State Virginia who you got well uh, oh I got UVA UVA and Alabama setting up UVA Alabama and UVA will 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 will, will probably if they're lucky they'll break thirty okay uh, you saw the Big East Creighton Baylor do you have Creighton. I'm big on Creighton, even though they they they, they uh, I like them a lot. I, yeah, I got Alabama. I got I got Creighton and and beating Arizona and okay. uh, and then losing to Alabama. Okay, Creighton Bayer, Baylor sounds like Creighton Barrel, doesn't it? Sounds like that. <laughs> oh, I like that. And you got Alabama going out. Okay, let's I go got, to the bottom. I got them going on. Yeah, right. Let's go to the bottom. You have Memphis over Purdue. Are you going to wait for Duke to beat Purdue? No, as a matter of fact, I, I'm going to I'm I'm going to have Memphis beat them. But once again, if uh, Duke, either one, they're losing. But I got Memphis beating Duke. I mean, and Memphis beating uh, Purdue, and then I got uh, but I got the Dukies beating Memphis. Okay, and you've got them beating Tennessee as well. And at the bottom, Kentucky Kansas State, which is a really attractive game. It is. Kentucky, oh yeah, Kansas. well, Kansas State, of course, got one of the heartwarming. They got the human interest story of the tournament. Yes, with the with, coach. with Ke- Keontae Johnson. Uh, oh, and, and so, him too. Right, that's right. Okay. Yeah, they got that's the, the human interest story of the tournament. Will the they coach. beat Kentucky? Um, Kentucky. Let's see. Where, 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 where are we? Oh, okay. No, uh, Kentucky. We're setting up uh, Kentucky Marquette, which I have Marquette winning. Okay. So, so you have Duke and Marquette. Yep. And, and again, Marquette. as we said before. Duke goes into that with maybe some anger at the school because they fired one of the Dukies, right, who was the yeah. coach for a while. So. Yeah, okay, fine. But dude, I, I think Duke's sufficiently motivated with, uh, you know, this year for, to show the world that the thing will continue the way we've known it or the, uh, oh, this year. Shire's done a nice job. They're good. That would, now, you know, we haven't gotten to the whole – okay, I, I want to jump ahead here. They're good. They're, they, they must be uh, – attention must be paid, as Willie Loman would say. Do you like Duke then to beat Marquette? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. I, I think Duke's good, but I, I love Marquette, and and I got to put a plug in. I I only knew him by name that this guy Tyler Tyler Kopech, Kolek was the Big East Player of the Year. I hadn't seen him every year, Tony, in the tournament over the over the years. I always find a player that I'd like to adopt. 
Right. And this year, my adoptee, my, my adoption candidate is Tyler Kolek, a left-handed guard who's a little bit of a lot of guys who's seen in the past, uh, and, he, and, and he knows how to play, and I love him. So uh, I got Marquette uh, beating uh, Duke. Okay, so do you have Marquette beating Alabama? Yes. Wow. Uh, well, yeah, and that would be – no, I actually, I hadn't – uh, it's funny. Yeah, I, uh, yes, I'm going to say that, which give us a, uh, and then of course. So, my final four is it's got a, a a one, a two, a three, and a seven. Mm-hmm. And so we got Alabama is the only number one going my final four. A and M is a seven. That's right. A and M is a seven. Marquette's the two, and Gonzaga's the three. And I got Gonzaga winning the whole thing, and uh, 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 the year when they weren't supposed to do much of anything. And and Timmy, on the 35th anniversary of Danny and the Miracles, Timmy will carry them to the tournament championship. So this is how I feel as well. I um, Every single year I knock Gonzaga. I say they have no chance to win. You don't have to win six tough games when you're seeded high, but you have to win five. At the very least, you have to win four very tough games, and I mm-hmm. don't think their conference prepares them for it. But this year, in the absence of teams where you go, wow, they're really good, this year I agree with you that Gonzaga is a player in this, and they can win it. And there's no pressure on them at all. None. Zero. Right? All right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, that's important. Ordinarily, I say that when we look back at the end of the tournament, we say, you know what? There were really only three or four teams that could have won. Who were we kidding? We're kidding ourselves, right? right? I got 11. I, 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 it's a, it's a, at least 10. I'd say 8 that, to 10. That, yeah. That you wouldn't be surprised. And then you still wouldn't be shocked if someone outside that group, is, you know, got hot for six games and, 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 and won. It's, it is... I think it is the most uh, intriguing wide-open tournament I can ever remember. Well, the reason we all feel that way is that let's look at, first, for example, the number one seeds. Alabama, five losses. Purdue, five losses. Mm -hmm. Houston, only three. Not much of a conference. Kansas, seven losses. Mm -hmm. There's nobody where you go, wow, I'm on them early, and they go through 26-2. and There's nobody like that. No. There's nobody like that. Everybody's got a lot of losses. You're so. absolutely right, and I heard you say last night on the show that, that uh, there are no great teams. You're absolutely right. And you know when the last great team was? The Florida team. The Florida oh, that back-to-back? Back 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 back. The year when, when Horford, Noah, and, and, and uh, I believe Brewer also did, came back to, yeah. to try to defend their title. That's the last truly great team. And, of course, we're in a, we're in a whole totally, utterly new world with the transfer portal and, and NIL and all and nonsense, and, and, and it's, it'll never be the same as uh, ever. And uh, with, there's no great team. There's a lot, of, a lot of pretty good teams, and that's as far as we go. I, I, I totally agree with that. So it's one of those years where you, you, when you look back, you will say, I'm not totally surprised that X won. No, because I anybody, I, I, yeah. I got eleven teams down here, Tony. Yeah. That I wrote down out of whom a champion ought to come: Alabama, Creighton, Arizona, Marquette, Texas A and M, Kansas, Gonzaga, Kansas State, Houston, Purdue, and Texas. And that's eleven. And we could probably expand that to fifteen. And 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 uh, and I'll, you wouldn't be shocked any of these teams. And when you have multiple teams from the same conference, mm-hmm. that's remarkable. That never happens. Well, no, it, except, except I write back the first year they went. To, to uh, seeding and all the uh, 76, we had Michigan and Indiana in the finals. That, that. Okay, that's right. But we haven't had, that's right. That, but that's, you it's know, a long that's time. A, a, all right, a, thanks, a Bobby. Okay. Bob Take Ryan, care. boys and girls. And true to form, there were at least two or three, Michael, where he went back and said, oh, yeah, yeah, I had, I had that. I one. meant to tell you about that before. Yeah, that's not, well, that's not an upset. Well, when does an Wait, upset start? Wait, you missed on a 4-13 and, and is an upset. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't the bar changes me. every year. Yeah, you know, all right. Um... So when we come back, we have Phil's mom. That's correct. And that's always exciting. It is. And I I don't know if this will be brought up. I just want to make you aware there's uh, reportedly snow coming down in Buffalo. They've had over 130 inches of snow this year, this season. There is a nor'easter taking place that thankfully has missed us again in Washington. Yes. Pretty happy about that. All right. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show.
This is a song called Burrow Back to Center. Burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W. Burrow Back to Center. Is it an instrumental song? No, I think there's some words in this. Okay, well, I don't know, because I haven't heard it yet. It is sent to us by Chris, and it's either, it's K-O-C-H, so it's either Chris Cook or Chris Koch. And I don't know how he pronounces that last name. That's, you always wore, yeah. so many people pronounce it Cook, and you go, Cook, how did you get Cook out of this? K-O-C-H. And those the Cook brothers. That's right. You know, yeah. the fabulously rich right-wing guys, right? The That's Cook them. Brothers. Yes. Not the Koch brothers. Not I would the have Koch. Said Koch I Ed, went to school Ed with Koch. Arthur Koch and Ed Koch. Right. All right. Um, Michael, if people, it's this lovely song. If people like Chris, and I'll, I'll withhold pronouncing his last name, want to send us original music, how do they do it? Send us your music by emailing jingles at com. The highlight of our brackets is always Phil's mom. And I don't fill out any of the bracket beforehand with ones and twos because Phil's mom trashes them, gets rid of them very, very early. She's in Buffalo. Now, you said earlier before we went on the air, you're only expecting about three to six inches of snow. How many inches have, has Buffalo had already this winter? Oh, we've had several feet of snow this winter. So, yeah, I mean, the last big snowfall in my, at my house, I had about six feet of snow. So how do, you, how do you get out the front door? You don't. I was actually blocked into my house, and I had to open up the window, the top window of the screen door and put a chair there and climb out the window so that I could get out there and by hand shovel some of the snow because my shovel was in the garage. So, so uh, didn't you ask Phil to drop what he was doing <laughs> and come and rescue his mother? Exactly. I know. He's too far away. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot of snow when you can't get out the door. All right, are you ready to go? Yeah. We're going to start in what is the Midwest bracket, and that will be probably on your top right, and the top team in it is Houston. Are you, are you with me on that bracket? Yes, I am. Okay, so start picking games. Houston, Northern Kentucky, who do you like? I went with Houston. That's good. They're one seed. You don't usually do that. Iowa, Auburn. 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 Do you know where Auburn is? Uh, no, that one I have no idea. It's in Alabama. Oh, okay. It's one okay. of the few schools um, that's actually named after a color. There are, so there are about four or five schools, like Siena is a color, and Auburn is a color, and stuff like oh. that. Navy is a color. There's four or five. Okay, Miami against Drake. I chose Drake. And do you know where Drake is? Don't know where Drake is. I believe Drake is in Iowa. Do you remember Ducky Drake and Drake's Cakes? The best coffee cake in the world, Drake's oh, Dra- Cakes. Oh, Drake's yeah, Cakes. Drake, I've heard of Drake's Cakes. The best. Oh, okay. okay, Indiana, Kent State. I chose Indiana. Indiana, a real state, not like Kent State, not a real state. Iowa State and either Mississippi State or Pitt. I chose Mississippi State. Okay, that's fine. Mississippi State with us. Xavier or Kennesaw State. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. Kennesaw State. I chose Kennesaw State. I don't ever remember seeing them on this before. I agree with you. I don't remember them either, and I don't know where that is. I'm going to take a shot oh. that it's somewhere in the Midwest, like Ohio or Kentucky or something like that, but I don't know. How about hmm. Texas A&M and Penn State? Penn State. I knew you would do that because you know where that is. Yes. And Texas Colgate. I chose Colgate. Let's get rid of Texas early. Let's get, let's get represented by a toothpaste. Let's get rid of Texas. <laughs> Kennesaw State in Georgia. Georgia. Okay, yes. I was wrong on that. Kennesaw State. All right, Houston and Auburn. Uh, wh- which side are we on? We're oh, going to the top of that bracket now. Yeah. Houston okay. and Auburn. I chose Auburn. Auburn. Bruce Pearl advancing. Drake and Indiana. I chose Drake. Okay, nobody's got this bracket as of now. Mississippi okay. State and Kennesaw State. I stuck with Kennesaw State. And now we know it's in Georgia. So we okay. all feel a little bit better about that. And Penn State and Colgate. I chose Penn State. Penn State. Okay. Now we move on a little bit to Auburn and Drake. I stuck with Drake. Drake from Indiana. Drake. Fabulous. And Kennesaw State and Penn State. I stuck with Kennesaw State. Nobody. Nobody has this. And to get to the final four, Drake or Kennesaw State? I chose Drake. You got off Kennesaw State a little bit early. Nobody has him this far, but nobody has Drake this far either. So that's wonderful. We're going to move down one to the west bracket where the top top name is Kansas. Are you with me on that? Yes. All right, Kansas Howard. 
I chose Howard. Of course you chose Howard. Yeah. Kansas, goodbye, see you number one seed. Arkansas, Illinois. Arkansas. Arkansas. St. Mary's VCU. St. Mary's. So we don't even have to ask you if you know what VCU is. Do you know? Uh, was it the Virginia one? Yes, Virginia Commonwealth. Virginia Commonwealth okay. University. University of Connecticut and Iona. 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 Jim Valvano once said to me, I'm pretty young, but I own a college when he was coaching there. <laughs> TCU and either Arizona State or Nevada. I chose TCU. TCU, Texas Christian University. Gonzaga or Grand Canyon? Of course, Gonzaga. Of course, Gonzaga. At the bottom, Northwestern. Boo. Or Boise State. Who you got? I, I chose Boise State. Good. That's <laughs> the end of Wilbon. We don't have to listen to him anymore. And UCLA against UNC Asheville. I went with UNC Asheville. Of course, and it's such a lovely town, Asheville. It's really lovely in western. Yeah, that's it for UCLA. Okay, Howard and Arkansas. I chose Howard. Nobody in America. Nobody has Howard here. St. Mary's and Iona. <laughs> I chose Iona. Okay. Catholic schools. Phil's mom, big on Catholic schools. Yeah. TCU yeah. Gonzaga. I'm going to predict Gonzaga here. Yes, Gonzaga. Okay, and at the bottom... Boise State and UNC Asheville. I went with Boise State. Boise State. Out of, do you know where Boise State is? Of course you do. It's in Idaho. You know that, right? Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, the unlikely matchup of Howard Iona in the 16s. Who you got? Iona. Iona this time. Rick Pitino keeps going. And Gonzaga, Boise State. Uh, Gonzaga. And then to go to the final four, Gonzaga or Iona? Gonzaga. Okay. So you couldn't go wrong with that one, I don't think. Yeah. Okay, on the other side, starting with Alabama. Alabama against Texas uh, A&M at Corpus Christi or Southeast Missouri. Who you got? I have Texas. Texas A&M at, right, Texas A&M. Down goes Alabama. Maryland, West Virginia. I chose West Virginia. West Virginia. San Diego State or College of Charleston. College of Charleston. I don't ever remember seeing them either. I think they've been in once or twice, but they went 31-3. and They're a really good, small team. Virginia and Furman. Furman. Do you know where that is? No, that one I don't know. Um, Furman's in South Carolina, is it not? Is it South Carolina? I think Furman's in South South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. Okay. Creighton, as you've always pronounced it, in NC State. I went with NC State. Ooh, you got off the team you've been loving for a lot yeah. of years. You love Creighton. All right, Baylor and UCSB. I went with Baylor. And no longer pronouncing it Baylor, so we've learned as time goes on. <laughs> Missouri, Utah State. Utah. And Princeton, Arizona. 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 And we'll go one further. We'll, we'll stay with that. Texas A&M at Corpus Christi versus West Virginia. I went with West Virginia. Bob Huggins will be happy. Charleston and Furman. I went with uh, Charleston. Okay. It's a lovely school, College of Charleston. It's really lovely. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous school. NC State and Baylor. Baylor. Okay. Texas represented there. And Utah State, Arizona. Utah. State. Okay. So now we have West Virginia against Charleston. I have Charleston. They are going a long way this year. And Baylor against Utah State. I chose Baylor. And who do you like between Baylor and Charleston? I chose Charleston. They'll be so happy there. A lot of kids from this area go to College of Charleston. And it's the city, Charleston, South Carolina is beautiful. The only problem is it's underwater. Two drops of rain, yeah. and it's literally under. It's actually underwater. Yeah. It's actually underwater. Okay, oh, Purdue, wow. Texas Southern, or FDU? I chose Purdue. Purdue, surprising everybody by taking a number one seed, Phil's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis, Florida Atlantic. Memphis. Okay, Duke, Oral Roberts. Duke. Duke. Tennessee or Louisiana? Tennessee. These are all chalk. Kentucky or Providence? Providence. A good Catholic school from the Big East. Kansas State, Montana State. I went with Montana State. Not a lot of people are doing that, but you did. That's good. Mm-hmm. Michigan State or Southern California? Uh, Southern California. And Marquette or Vermont? Marquette. Okay. Big East school. 
Here we go. Purdue or Memphis? Purdue. Number one seed last. Duke or Tennessee? Tennessee. Let's see around Liz. Providence, Montana State. Montana State. A lot of people like Montana State. And USC Marquette. Marquette. And again, Phil's mom used to pronounce it Marquette. So we are learning. Baylor, <laughs> Marquette, yes. and Creighton. Look what you've learned <laughs> over the years. Okay, Purdue, Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee is a four seed. This is not impossible. Montana State, Marquette. I chose Marquette. And Tennessee, Marquette. Uh, Tennessee Marquette. Yeah. Where am I? Oh, Tennessee Marquette. Yes, I chose Marquette. And a lot of people do that same thing. And now we're in the final four. So now we have Charleston against Marquette. Who do you like? Marquette. Marquette. And then on the other side, we have Drake against Gonzaga. Who do you like? I have Gonzaga. And in the final game between Gonzaga and Marquette, who do you like? Marquette. Okay. We have all different... So far, we've had five, five people with all different, different winners, winners, right? Right. I think different oh, winners. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's okay. really good. That was fun. Okay. Thank you so much for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. I love doing this. And give our best to your son. Of course, always. Phil's mom, boys <laughs> and girls. We will take a break. We will come back with email and jingle. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Tony Kornheiser Show. Here comes Tony's mailbag. Got your email factors and your notes. Here comes Tony's mailbag. Gonna read some for all you folks. Thank you, Gary. Um, do you want to do the bagel ad for Pass the Bagels? Yes, before I get to that, we did get a pronunciation check on our previous singer, Chris Coach. Is how we pronounce Coach. it. Coach. Coach. So it could be Cook. It could be Koch. Yeah. It could be Coke. Or it could be Coach. Yes. And it's all spelled the same way. It's all spelled the same way. <laughs> how so. do you know? How do you know? Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. How do you one. know when it's written it's some, down? You just have to commit. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like Marquette, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Bethesda Bagels, we love them. You will as well. Just go to BethesdaBagels.com for the location in the D.C. area nearest you. Then pop on in and you'll be thrilled. Before, before, you get, before you get to the thank yous, a uh, reminder, we have the Tony Kornheiser Show uh, 2023. Uh, that's a bracket challenge that you can join on the ESPN Tournament Challenge uh, creator. Uh, that does have a passcode, Tony K. I do not believe that it's case sensitive, so please join. Uh, there's a chance to win a official 42 long. 42 long Brooks Brothers. Nigel has, has a picture. Has yes, I'll it. be tweeting that out Game today. Yes. Yeah, and I'm trying to put together the uh, the contributors to the show as a bigs bracket that when the tournament goes live, you can see it to try and keep track. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to stay with our dance theme before we get to the mailbag. You can dance every dance with the guy who gives you the eye. Let him hold you tight. You can smile every smile for the man who held your hand beneath the pale moonlight. But don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're going to be. So, darling, save the last dance for me. That is the Drifters, I believe. Yes. And that may be in the 50s. That yeah, may uh, be like in the 50, 50s. Yeah, let me look that, that up. Maybe. Thanks to our guests today, Chuck Todd, Bob Ryan, Phil's mom. Bob Ryan doesn't disappoint. <laughs> Forgets on the upsets at least two or three times. Uh, and then thanks as well to today's sponsors, ZipRecruiter, ButcherBox, Grammarly. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Odyssey. If you get the show through Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. 1962. 62 for the Drifters? Yeah. Okay. I, and it could be Benny King was the lead singer then. That could be. Benny King was a lead singer for them. Clyde McFadden was a lead singer for them. Great. Let me get to this because tomorrow, I believe, is the Ides of March. Right? Tomorrow's March 15th. Yeah. Caesar. Watch out. Okay, so we got this. If you recall... Today's Pi Day. In, Ooh, Pi in, Day, that's right. Right. In February, I started talking about Julius Caesar, about who stabbed him, that Casca stabbed him, and stuff like that. This comes from Jeff B. in Warren, Ohio. All of the conspirators stabbed Caesar, and it is important that they do so. 
If all show that they believe Caesar must be killed, then no Roman can see the assassination as an individual power grab. Caesar is killed for the good of Rome, for the good of the Republic. Caesar realizes this when he utters, et tu Brute? If Brutus participates in the assassination, then even Caesar might see that he has overstepped and become a dictator, for Brutus is an honorable man, or so Anthony says sarcastically in his friend's Roman's countryman speech. Anthony's perspective allows Shakespeare to keep the moral compass of the play bouncing between Caesar and his rivals. Whether the conspirators acted justly can never be known. I know this because I'm an English major, although I don't know anything about Shakespeare. So this is, if you want to modernize this, this is essentially the plot on uh, the murder on the Orient Express. Oh, sure, yeah. Where they or, all participate. Yeah, everyone. And they all have reason to participate. Yes. That is a modern twist on the assassination of Julius Caesar. And by the way, I reached out I think to- I'm right on that, Michael. We'll go to the Google machine. Okay. I reached out to Gretchen Wu, our Latin scholar, and she says actually what they believe uh, Caesar said at his death was um, quid etiam hic facimus, amice, which loosely translates to what's going on here, man? Yeah. What are we even doing <laughs> yeah, here, Yeah, what are we even doing in here, man? <laughs> From Mike Schmidt Honestly. in Ellington, Connecticut, <laughs> Siena College, 2007, not Dartmouth. You mentioned of the monitor on PTI was awesome. Ironclad battle that probably went over the heads of many had me laughing out loud. Vehicles I would definitely not want to be in now or in the 1800s. Ironclads. Thank you for all the laughs and continued enjoyment on PTI and this thinking podcast. P.S. My shoe size is 10 and a half medium. Let me know if you have extra boxes of anything that size. I'll make the trip down to the nation's capital. If it's free, it's for me. But I have to compete with Sean. <clears throat> From Rick Sharp in Brick, New Jersey. Chuck and Roxy, episode 95. I love being episode 95 because it might cause Wilbon to resent me. I was perusing a Facebook post from my cousin who was a pastor at a church in Dallas, Texas. I scrolled down to the comments and there was one posted by the Reverend Mark Schaefer. Yes, that Reverend Mark Schaefer. Talk about worlds colliding. Turns out they attended Wellesley Theological Seminary at American University together and were very good friends. I also went to American, although certainly not for seminary. I majored in rugby and bartending. I was once featured in the sports section of the AU Eagle. The sports editor of the AU Eagle at the time was... David Aldrich. From Mark Berga. Dear Tony, thanks for all the entertainment over the years. I'm not sure if you have a bucket list, but if you do, I'd like you to invite you to learn how to water ski on Sydenham Lake. Lessons will be provided by the Sydenham Lake Water Ski Club, the future official water ski club of the Tony Kornheiser Show. I recently learned at the age of 46, which I know isn't 74, but I'm sure we'd get you out of the water, out on the water, no problem. I think, I don't know. I don't know. You're a good stander. I'm just, well, let me say this. Um, I got a note the other day from my friend Sean Reese. And Sean Reese says, I should take the same swimming lessons as Bootsy and the Hammer. And I should write about it as a children's book. And I think this is a very good idea, but I'm not a children's book guy. I don't know how to write children's books. If only books. you had access to, I don't know, three kids under the age of six. Yeah. So it might be a good book if we all take swimming lessons together. Bootsy the Hammer and the Captain and me. Um, Don Hammock in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, uh, and the subject is medical tourism. When the woman to whom I'm related by marriage and I vacationed in Thailand paused for Uncle Hoffwaff to remain conscious after considering the long plane flight, she got sick with a combination of dehydration and a reaction to unfamiliar food bacteria. She wound up being taken by ambulance to a hospital and spent a night in the ICU and another in a regular room. The medical care was top-notch, and on the first trip down to the lobby from the ICU, I learned what medical tourism is. There were advertisements in the elevator because they said this hospital was a top-ten spot in the world for it. Turns out lots of people go overseas for various procedures because it's so much cheaper, as Michael, you have said. I realized how much cheaper when she was discharged. We had travel insurance, so the cost had already been covered. But I was given a bill to file with the company. It was in bot the local currency, and I knew the conversion rate pretty well at that point. I started doing the math in my head, and I thought the total couldn't be right. I pulled out my phone and did the math, and indeed, it was something like $800. You can't get a Tylenol in an American hospital for $800, much less two nights with an ICU stay. They even had a room for me to crash there. It cost eight bucks. When I got back to Mississippi, a co-worker said it was cheaper for a relative of hers to go to Thailand for knee replacement, including a two-week stay for post-operative rehab than to have it done in America. Remember that if surgery remains the only option for your ailing back. A bottle of Xanax and or Valium to get across the Pacific will definitely be cheaper than whatever Cigna doesn't cover. And remember, Cigna stands for calculated, calculated indifference difference. gives no aid. From Ed Butt, um, on Wednesday's show, I had a Mark Feinstein moment. 
At the end of my sophomore year of college, I declared as a physics major. My first class junior year was mathematical methods of physical sciences. The professor started by saying, you've been told that an atom is like a golf ball with a BB whirling around it. That's for kids. Now we're going to tell you the truth. We then spent the next three weeks deriving the Schrodinger wave equation, mm. a differential equation for the probabilistic location of an electron within an atom. I like the golf ball and the BB. Economic major in law school, here I come. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Suzanne, Chuck and Roxy, number 26. Ooh, in the tw- top 20. Yeah, well, not. <laughs> Listening to the pod, I heard Saliza mention considering geckos as a family pet. Great news, my sister-in-law lives with us in Falls Church, breeds and sells geckos for a living. She has about 200 geckos in what used to be our garage. Chris and family or any of the bigs are welcome to come and browse a selection. She has several different species. Ease the way his kids will enjoy visiting Gecko World. In any event, can she be the official gecko breeder of the show? And a picture is sent of a gecko. And it doesn't look like the Geico gecko at all. No, not really. It looks like an animal. Yeah. Right? So I don't know about this. She can be the official gecko breeder. I don't believe that position has been taken. So, yes. From Andy Shaner in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Last night I had the great pleasure of seeing Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. This is... uh, from the, the last week, uh, at the Fiserv Forum in Milwaukee. It was my first time seeing them live, and I don't know if I would have shelled out for the tickets had I not heard so many glowing reviews on the show over the years, especially from Steve Sands and Liz Clark. Simply amazing experience, full of unbridled joy and talent and inspiration that I'll never forget. Thanks to Sandsy, Liz, and the show uh, for all of your support of original music, but especially the boss. I'm on episode 213 of Chuck and Roxy, just released this week. How many episodes do these people do? That's mom. They do. Yeah, she's on it every day. They do more than we do. Yes, by far. We should become the official episode of Chuck and Roxy because we don't do that many. Um, Kevin Goldberg in Washington, D.C. Last August, my friend and fellow little Joe Doherty hired the great Zucchini to perform at his daughter's birthday party. Big hit among the five and six-year-old crowd, of course. But also a hit was my chosen attire for the day. My Goodnight Canada t-shirt, which served its desired role as a conversation started with the entertainer. Two weeks later, the great Zucchini did a free performance at Eastern Market for the local Littles. That's literally Littles, though maybe some were loyal. Who knows? Another big hit, but that's not the story. Before the performance, he saw me, recognized me, and came over to chat. It was mostly about the show, but also the NFL starting the next day. At which point he stopped me and asked, man, I haven't heard Friday yet. Who did Jeff Ma pick? (laughs) Thankfully, that crucial information was burned in my brain and the show wasn't delayed in the least. Littles helping Littles in front of Littles. P.S. I've never been on Chuck and Roxy, but I'm happy to join them and tell the story about the time I met you at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. (laughs) From um, Seth. This is a long one. Seth Shaner. Chuck and Roxy 207. There you go. With all the people who have written you about Galena, Ohio, I don't pay special attention anymore, but when you read an email about it, when you read an email about it, but Greg Thomas's email perked my ears up. He wrote about Blackhawk Golf Course, a place I know well. When I was 13, I played in my first tournament at Blackhawk, though we left my golf shoes at home and had to wear my new Air Jordans. It wasn't just the shoes, but I shot 118, and I went home embarrassed but determined. We've all been there. The next year, in the same tournament, I came back to shoot 89 and felt immediately vindicated. A lot of other great memories came at Blackhawk, including a friend of mine having to leave mid-round because his wife went into labor 45 minutes away. By the time I was on a real heater, only one or two over going into the tough home stretch, but a deep conversation and wandering attention span kept me out of the 70s that day. I played in a July 4th two-man scramble there one year alongside a pair of brothers who had to have a combined weight of 700 pounds. My partner and I had the edge on him for 10 holes, only to see him catch fire and end up minus 7 to our minus 3. How did they expect us to put on 15, putt on 15 on a triple rolled green? Blackhawk was a great place. I mourned its departure. I recently saw one of the hole signs at a local diner. Made me want to find one. There have to be 17 others somewhere, right? That's the connective tissue. And he's from Seth Shaner in New Albany, Ohio. One more one in a million stories. If you're still taking stories about one in a million odds, you'll love this one. My father and his first wife had consecutive social security numbers. So if my father's number was one two three four five six seven eight eight, then his first wife's number was one two three four five six seven eight nine. This coincidence went unnoticed until one day when my father saw a form that his wife was filling out unnoticed. What? His <laughs> wife was, His wife was filling out. He said to her, "Hey, you got my social security number wrong. You were off by one digit." And his wife said, "That's not your number. 
That's my number, and I wrote it correctly. Neither could understand the situation until they each pulled out and displayed the other their actual social security cards. There's no easy explanation for how this happened, as the two were separated in age by several years and were born in completely different states. Gary in Columbia, Maryland. That can't be. That's just... Right? Yeah. That simply can't be. Feels more than one in a million. No, speaking of one in a million. Parents aren't telling them something. Speaking of one in a million, (laughs) what are the chances of me walking in PGA at 6.30 in the morning a few years back and some wise guy passes me and says, tough, getting old. I can't believe it's Tony Kornheiser. Regards, DG, episode 172, (laughs) Chuck and Roxy. If you're out on your bike time, everyone, as always, do wear white. Oh, Teddy, did you get my friend request? I'll have to check. (laughs) A bluebird flew into the honey wagon. She sang a song that danced upon the breeze. And there I was in 1947 at the Biltmore with you and me at the Biltmore with you and me All those nights we spent at Cedric's Tavern False speck of time my heart was at ease It wasn't much but to me it felt like heaven at the Biltmore with you and me At the Biltmore with you and me Blue Ridge Mountains propping up the sky Whistling winds Sing a lover's lullaby For you and I But that bluebird gave me a sweet rewind We'll always have from then to eternity At the Biltmore The Biltmore At the Biltmore With you and me Sign on every door says do not enter Let a burrow back 
Change so slow, even a 